You know, Dano Seasoning is changing the world one table at a time by offering the best all-natural low-sodium seasoning products on the market. Dano's goals are to provide you with real flavors to make healthier food choices without ever having to sacrifice the real taste. Dano's includes low sodium, which is only 50 milligrams per serving. It has all natural unrefined sea salt. There's no sugar, no MSG, no chemicals, and it's completely gluten-free. Also, there's 100% natural ingredients. Dano's seasoning is the most versatile seasoning on the market. Grill, smoke, bake, create soups, sauces, marinades. You can also sprinkle Danos on your eggs, your potatoes, maybe some pizza, maybe some pasta, and even while you're watching a movie, sprinkle some Danos on popcorn. Heck, if you're crazy, why don't you put some Danos on ice cream? Any food that exists, you can put some Danos on it. Go to danosseasoning.com, use my promo code HodgePodge, capital H and a capital P in HodgePodge. Guys, remember to do that. Um, just like the spelling of the podcast, a capital H and a capital P in HodgePodge. You can try all three flavors, which include original, spicy, and hot chipotle right now today. It's damn good. Yum, yum. Get you some. We are sponsored by Raise Energy, powered by the enhanced refresh technology. Raise Energy delivers with a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Raise Energy targets focus, enhances your recovery time, improves clean energy levels, and boosts your stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each single can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, which that gives you a smarter and more healthier option. You should not have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Opt for the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market today with Raise Energy. If you want to get yourself a can of Raise Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com. Use my promo code HPP1000, HPP1000 at checkout, and you will receive a generous discount. podcast this is going to be a different episode than what you guys are used to um, i know last week was a, a new segment that i'm calling the verse series and we have uh, a couple more coming up but i wanted to take the time to talk about something that used to be near and dear to my heart and that's wrestling it seems the wwe former ceo and owner of WWE, Vincent Kennedy McMahon has been accused of sex trafficking by a WWE staffer that he paid to keep quiet. And I have the full article here from the Wall Street Journal that I'm going to read to you guys. And if you've heard it, then maybe this podcast is pointless to you. If you haven't heard it, well, here you go. I'm going to read the entire article and I want to give my thoughts on this and... So I I watched WWE back in the day when I let's see 
I think I started watching it when I was around five years old, six years old, and I watched it all the way up into I was about twenty two or so, twenty three, and then I kind of fell off, and then I really got back into it for a couple of years, and then I kind of stopped late last year, around uh, Halloween, just because the, the the product is not what it used to be, and I don't want to sound old. And cranky and, and 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 but it 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 had turned into this big trash garbage wrestling type of backyard fighting with glass and with and with with forks and all these different things and I just I just couldn't do it anymore but anyways we're gonna read this article from the Wall Street Journal and um, it's it, it it's a doozy. So the title of this um, article is Vince McMahon accused of sex trafficking by WWE staffer he paid to keep quiet. Janelle Grant files a lawsuit saying McMahon pressured her into sex with him and other men at wrestling business, raising questions about 2022 board probe into CEO's payouts. A woman who received a payout from WWE boss Vince McMahon has accused McMahon the company, and a former executive of sex trafficking in a new lawsuit that raises questions about the breadth of an internal company probe conducted by a law firm last year. Janelle Grant, a former employee at the wrestling firm's headquarters, said in a lawsuit filed Thursday that she was abused and sexually exploited by McMahon while he was the chief executive. She alleged that McMahon lured her with the promises of career advancement and then he allegedly exploited her and trafficked her to other men inside the company. Grant signed a non-disclosure agreement in 2022 in which McMahon agreed to pay her $3 million for her to not discuss their relationship or to disparage him. The WWE received an anonymous tip in 2022 about the relationship and started a board investigation which uncovered other payments by the CEO to women. Grant's lawsuit said McMahon stopped paying payment under the 2022 deal after the initial $1 million installment. The suit seeks to void the agreement in unspecified financial damages. This lawsuit is replete with lies, obscene made-up instances that never occurred, and a vindictive distortion of the truth, a spokesman for Vince McMahon said. He will vigorously defend himself. TKO Group, an entertainment giant that was recently found by the merger of WWE and the UFC Mixed Martial Arts League, said in a statement, while this matter predates our TKO executive team's tenure at the company, we take Ms. Grant's horrific allegations very seriously and are addressing this matter internally. Jerry McDivitt, McMahon's attorney at the time, said in 2022 that the woman, whose name wasn't yet public, hadn't made any allegations of harassment. In a statement when the Wall Street Journal first reported on McMahon's $3 million settlement, WWE said that the relationship was consensual and that it was taking seriously the allegations McMahon had engaged in misconduct. McMahon briefly retired from WWE in July of 22, following reporting by the journal that revealed payouts to multiple women who had alleged sexual misconduct. The journal reported that the board's independent directors had retained law firm Simpson, Thatcher, and Bartlett to conduct an investigation. Simpson, Thatcher's investigation found $14.6 million in payments by the CEO to women who had accused him of sexual misconduct that should have been booked as business expenses. 
In November 2022, WWE said the board investigation was completed and the company restated past security filings. McMahon repaid the company for the cost of the investigation and returned soon after. The lawsuit complicates the legal picture around 78-year-old McMahon. Federal prosecutors have been investigating the payouts, and in July 2023, agents agents executed a search warrant for McMahon's phone and served him with a a grand jury subpoena. No charges have been brought. Throughout this experience, I have always denied any intentional wrongdoing and continue to do so, McMahon said in 2023 about the federal probe. I am confident that the government's investigation will be resolved with any findings of wrongdoing. Locked Office Doors The lawsuit filed in a Connecticut federal court describes in graphic detail Grant's account of interactions with the businessman and TV personality. She alleged that McMahon and another WWE executive locked her in an office in WWE's headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut on June 15, 2021 and took turns sexually assaulting her while other staff were working. In the middle of another workday on June 23, 2021, McMahon locked Grant inside his private locker room at WWE's offices and forced himself on her over a massage table, the suit says. Later that day, McMahon's personal assistant delivered $15,000 in Bloomingdale's gift cards to Grant in her office. The suit also includes screenshots of explicit text messages that McMahon allegedly sent to Grant. A May 2020 message said, I'm the only one who owns you and controls who I want to F you. Grant alleged that McMahon shared nude photos and explicit videos of her without consent with other WWE employees, unnamed executives and stars, and directed her to have sex with them. The suit cited a July 2020 text that said others at WWE wanted to have sex with her after seeing photos on McMahon's phone, and the group laughed when he told them she may scream and try to say no, although it would be difficult to say that with a blank down her throat. Grant alleged the board investigation was a sham. She wasn't interviewed by the board's special committee and it didn't request documents even though she said she would cooperate, the lawsuit said. It alleged that the company diverted attention away from McMahon's abuse by focusing on the accounting for the payoffs. Others at WWE knew about McMahon's misconduct but worked to conceal the wrongdoing according to the suit. Jeff Speed, a former WWE board member who co-led the board's investigation, said Thursday that he remained confident in this investigation, which included outreach to Grant and engagement with her lawyer. He highlighted that McMahon left the company during the investigation. While recognizing the horrific nature of the allegations in today's lawsuit, I am not at liberty to comment on what was and what was not learned during our investigation, Speed said in a statement. McMahon, who was controlling, who was the controlling shareholder of WWE, returned to WWE in early 2023, elected himself to the board, and replaced several directors. Upon his request, he negotiated a sale of WWE to Endeavor Group, owner of the UFC. The deal created TKO Group and gave WWE an enterprise value of $9.3 billion. McMahon is now executive chairman and a major shareholder of TKO. This week, Netflix bought the rights to WWE Raw and other WWE shows in a deal valued at more than $5 billion. McMahon celebrated by ringing the opening bell with other TKO executives at the NYSE. In its statement, TKO said McMahon doesn't control TKO, nor does he oversee the day-to-day operations of the WWE. 
Shares of TKO slipped less than 1% in Thursday's trading. Ann Callis, a lawyer for Grant, said the WWE was well aware of McMahon's history of depraved behavior and it's time that they take responsibility for the misconduct of its leadership. She said her client hopes a lawsuit will prevent other women from being victimized. Has to look legit. Grant's lawyer, uh, I'm sorry, Grant's lawsuit alleged that she met McMahon in March 2019 after an introduction from a manager in her apartment building. McMahon lived in the penthouse of the same building and Grant was looking for a job after her parents had passed away. When they met, McMahon allegedly made promises of a job at WWE and showered Grant with gifts. During meetings that were supposed to be about the job, he, he greeted her in his underwear and repeatedly asked her for hugs. Then, the lawsuit says, he pressured her into sexual activities in return for an employment and warned her to stay quiet about the interactions. Grant began working in June 2019 as an administrator coordinator, a position McMahon created for her in WWE's legal department. She said she expressed concerns that the job felt unearned, but McMahon told her that all she needed to do was to not tell anyone and that it just had to look legit. Colleagues complained about overflowing inboxes, but Grant had little work. Meanwhile, McMahon allegedly sent her sexually explicit messages and his sexual demands increased. He forcefully used sex toys on her, including dildos he named after WWE wrestlers, causing her bruising and bleeding, the suit said. Grant alleged that she complained to McMahon and made attempts to end the relationship. In March 2020, McMahon began sharing sexually explicit photographs and videos of Grant with other men, including other WWE executives and a former UFC heavyweight champion with whom WWE was actively trying to sign to a new contract, according to the suit. In a May 2020 encounter, McMahon de defecated on her head during a threesome, the suit says. Her mental and physical health deteriorated so badly that McMahon sent her in November to a celebrity doctor for sessions at an alternative clinic where she never received any receipts or bills. McMahon also paid $20,000 to a surgeon on her behalf, the lawsuit says. McMahon recruited people to have sex with Grant as well, including WWE's former head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis, who is named as the defendant in the suit. McMahon directed her to visit Laurinaitis at his hotel rooms where she had sex with Laurinaitis prior to the start of work days, the suit alleged. I've left that hotel feeling bad about myself every time, Grant told McMahon. In May 2021, McMahon allegedly told Grant that her presence in the legal department was holding up the hiring of a new general counsel for the company and thus transferred her to the talent relations department reporting to Laurinaitis. McMahon and Laurinaitis started her in a, low, a lower level position but promised that she would soon be promoted to vice president, the suit said. McMahon controlled her per professional and personal lives and subjected her to degradation, according to the suit. In a 2021 of June encounter inside the WWE office, the suit said McMahon and Laurinaitis forced themselves on her and took turns restraining her for the other while saying no means yes and take it, bitch. Laurinaitis, a former wrestler known as Johnny Ace and a longtime WWE executive, left the company in 2022. Laurinaitis hasn't publicly commented on his departure. Laurinaitis did not respond Thursday to requests for comment. WWE superstar. 
In June 2021, the suit said McMahon instructed Grant to create personalized sexual content for a WWE superstar that he was trying to re-sign. The suit didn't name the professional wrestler, but described him as both a UFC fighter and WWE talent. People familiar with the matter identified the wrestler as Brock Lesnar, one of WWE's biggest names. Lesnar did not respond Thursday to requests for comment. The suit said McMahon shared the explicit photos with the star and informed Grant that he likes what he sees. After the star agreed to a new WWE contract, McMahon texted Grant in August 2021 to say the part of the deal was effing you. That December, McMahon gave Grant's personal cell phone number to the WWE star, the lawsuit said. The wrestler asked her to send a video of herself urinating, the suit says, and after she did, he called her a bitch. That same month, the suit said the star expressed expressed a desire to set a play date, but a snowstorm disrupted his travel plans. In January of 2022, the suit said McMahon told Grant that his wife Linda had discovered the relationship and he pressured Grant to sign an NDA in exchange for payments. The CEO warned Grant of uh, reputational ruin that included pornographic content he had of her. He paid her about $1 million in February, the suit says, and later stopped making the payments. After Grant signed an NDA, McMahon continued the abuse, according to the suit. It alleged that he forced Grant to perform oral sex on him the last time they met and they attempted, and then attempted to traffic her to the WWE star in March of 2022. She texted the star explicit photos as directed by McMahon, but they, they didn't meet, the suit says. The lawsuit seeks a judgment that the NDA is invalid under state and federal law and and compensatory and punitive damages under other laws, including the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. So, that is all of the Wall Street Journal article. And that's a doozy. Um, so, we knew a couple of years ago that he was into some trouble with the sexual misconduct and sexual harassment so he leaves when that happened it kind of threw the wrestling world on their heads a little bit because it was kind of like because he because he always mentioned that he was never going to retire he was going to die in his chair so to speak and when all the sexual misconduct and the sexual harassment came about he just like bluntly put on Twitter that it's time for him to retire. And it seemed forced. And then once he paid all the money back that the that, that the that the investigation had found, like like the article said, he comes back. And then this come out Thursday. And it was breaking news all over the internet, all over the wrestling sites. Jim Cornette talked about it. Dutch Mantel talked about it. Eric Bischoff talked about it. It was unbelievable. Well, it was unbelievable to the fans of wrestling because you look at this, you know, and I will say this, it may not be that unbelievable because when you look at the character, Mr. McMahon, the persona, the character he created in the WWE as a wrestler turn, you know, as a, a, a as an owner turned wrestler, it makes his character look like it was the real thing. And the question is, 
how long has this been happening? How long has this been going on? Because this is not, I'm sure this is not the first time. And I'm sure this is not going to be the last time, let's be honest. I mean, if he's been doing it for years, he's not just going to stop all of a sudden. Unless, you know, he's in jail or whatever. But I don't think I see that happening. I don't think I see this man going to jail. He's 80 years old or close to it. I, I don't know. But what I found interesting was, obviously, and I say obviously, I don't know for sure, but you would think that the people at WWE would know what was happening, right? You would know that Triple H, who is now the COO, who was overseeing the the duties of the wrestlers as Vince McMahon was doing, you would think that he would know being a higher a hierarch, and then Cody Rhodes did a did an interview that I watched after the Royal Rumble that happened this past Sunday, and he was talking about how nobody knew, none of the wrestlers or talent knew, they were all watching it as the real world was watching it. So it makes me wonder, how many times has this happened to the ladies that are in the wrestling business today? Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Asuka, all these good female talents did they really get here because they're that good or did they get here because they did something good for Vince McMahon and he built them up you know and it that's what worries me and I don't know what's to come of WWE I don't think this is going to ruin the Netflix deal It could, but I don't think I, I don't think it's going to. And I don't think this is going to ruin the TKO buying out WWE with the merger with UFC because like they said this happened prior to to this happening. So you know, and I don't know, maybe they could come out tomorrow, they could come out in thirty minutes from now and they could say, Hey, we're we are um, canceling the deal. The deal's not happening. And we would just have to live with it. And we would have to see what was to happen. <clears throat> and I hate that this... And you know what? It makes you feel... It makes you feel so gross. Because you looked up to... I don't really know if you looked up. But you watched this guy growing up. And... He was kind of a hero to you a little bit because he started this wrestling company that you ended up loving, and then this happens. And it's 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 a whirlwind, it's it's screwy, it's McMahon is in a load of trouble. Laurinaitis is in a load of trouble. Brock Lesnar he may I mean I don't, I don't know the rules between a trafficker, like you're trafficking somebody, but the person that is contacted by the person trafficking them, like Brock Lesnar, I don't know for sure if that's going to be, how that's going to be handled in a lawsuit, because obviously they didn't meet, she just sent him pictures, so I don't know if maybe he can be charged with something, I, I would say no, but again, I'm not sure. But Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis are in a load of trouble. 
And I'm sad to say I think this is going to hurt WWE in the long run. It's going to if it's it's not going to end them. I don't think it's going to end them. But it is going to make them make a harsh decision and I'm nervous to think what that decision is going to be whether they part ways with Vince McMahon whether they because obviously they would have to buy him out of out of a contract they have to buy his shares and that's all fine but I know it's going to hurt everybody and for me I I could I couldn't really care less because I don't watch it anymore and it is it's, it's it's kind of like watching seeing your best friend that you grew up with and then you realize that they're actually sex trafficking for the for, for, since the time you've known them. You know, it, it's kind of like that because Vince McMahon is kind of like a friend to all the wrestling companies and all the wrestling fans because of the impact that he had on everybody's lives. So my thoughts are with Janelle. I hope the lawsuit goes the way she wants it to go. I hope it um, lands in her favor because what Vince and John Laurinaitis did is never okay, not okay, should never have even taken place. And I would like to apologize from the wrestling community that that happened. It's not our fault, but I don't know. I just feel weird at this point talking about this because I'm I'm not good at this, <laughs> you know. But yeah, Vince McMahon is in a load of trouble, and if there's any more updates that happen, I will do a special podcast on that. Um, maybe or I'll include in a little thing and just take the clip out. But I will keep everybody updated if they want to be updated. Um, either way, but Vince McMahon is in a load of trouble. And I don't think it's going to be good.